You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you tonight from the Podcast Detroit Studios here in Royal Oak with Love Logical DNA Not Required Podcast. And I have been very, very blessed to have two women here from the Mary Mahoney Professional Nurses Association of Detroit. We have... I just got a great big old (laughs) smile from somebody who a few minutes ago was trying to figure out if she was going to be able to make it here because she was not feeling well today (laughs) at all. So I have to read one name to be able to pronounce it properly. We have Olivia D'Souza. That's it. I did it. Yes, you did. Okay, Olivia D'Souza. And we have Miss Ayanna Walters. And you all have met Ayana before when we had the Wake Up podcast where we learned all about HIV and hear everything here in Detroit to share with your children and share with your friends. And today we're going to learn about the Mary Mahoney Nurses Association and the things that they do here with their Detroit chapter. And, you know, there's nothing better than a a good nurse. Because a good nurse truly has a love logical heart because she's going to treat her patients as if they are part of her extended family. And patients always leave feeling that way when a nurse is a good nurse. And I've run into quite a few good nurses lately with my father-in-law's illness. So I have to say thank you to all the nurses out there. And ladies, introduce us and tell us how you ended up. Um, being a part of the Mary Mahoney Nurses Association. Miss Olivia, would you like to start? Okay, so I was working at Providence Hospital through Henry Ford Community College where I had my students. I'm a nurse educator. And there was a nurse on the unit, and she introduced me, said, why don't you come by uh, to this meeting? So I said, okay, what's it about? She said, it's Mary Mahoney. So I didn't know who Mary Mahoney was, the first black American trained nurse, so I decided to go, and these ladies met in one of the ladies' homes, and I was really intrigued and really appreciative of the history and joined really quickly and uh, made it a point to encourage others, my students, to join the organization as well. I've been a nurse now for ooh, 52 years coming uh, in June. Okay. I graduated from Providence Hospital School of Nursing. I spent six months on the boulevard, and the rest of the time was at the Southfield campus. So that's why I got involved with Mary Mahoney and became very committed with this woman's struggle to have uh, to empower women and to also have equality in the nursing profession. Okay, that's interesting. So, mm-hmm. 1967. Then mm-hmm. were you, you born? <laughs> I always ask people, yeah. were you born? Were you born? Huh? I always ask people, were you born? Yeah. I was born in oh, 1967. Great. I feel good. Oh, you were? Yeah, I was born in '66. Okay. So yes, I was. Okay. Yes, I was a baby in '67. Great, great, great. But great. I'm I, I'm intrigued by what you said. So I'm going to come back to that. Okay. Let's have Ayana introduce mm-hmm. herself and explain to us how you ended up. Being part of Mary Mahoney because she she lives and breathes Mary Mahoney oh, yes, on I top do. of Wake Up. Yes, she does. <laughs> I have my shirt on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Ayana Waters, and I was introduced to Mary Mahoney Professional Nurses in 2006 from Miss Olivia D'Souza. Okay, um, I would say she's my mentor. Um, helped me with my boards and um, taking my state boards because I took it the first time. And I did not pass. Okay. And she worked with me and tutored me and just mentored me like, you can do this. Um, 
So I joined in 2006. Um, I've been a nurse, um, I guess RN for 13 years now. LPN, I graduated in 1996. So that's what, 24 years? Mm-hmm. 23. 23. 23 years. Um, so I, I love nursing. Um, currently at Wayne State University, I'm doing clinical research with, um, patients that have HIV, um, infants to adults. Um, it's my passion. Um, that's why I created Wake Up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just, I just love nursing. It's all kinds of aspects that you can go into. You don't necessarily have to, um, do floor. You know, I started in a nursing home. I love my geriatrics, but I love research. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, Ms. Olivia, you mm-hmm. said that you actually studied inside of the hospital on the boulevard first. Yes, for six months I was on the boulevard. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you moved over. I helped move the pharmacy to the Southfield location. I remember it well because they involved the students in the move with the hospital, mm-hmm. what have you. So I can remember there was nothing out there but Northland and the pheasants. <laughs> it was all rural. And then Providence had built that uh, state-of-the-art hospital at that time, yes. See, mm-hmm. I've, I've only known Providence to be in Southfield, so oh. I was really intrigued when you mm-hmm. said that. Plus, so you studied in the hospital. Yes. Did you go yeah. to—was the hospital considered as the school? Uh, we had classes. What, let me just give you a little brief background about nursing, because mm-hmm. post-World War II, there was a shortage of nursing. Mm-hmm. And so there had always been diploma schools which were associated with hospitals. For example, Henry Ford Hospital had a school of nursing. Uh, Deaconess had a school of nursing. Harper did. Grace did. Um, many of the hospitals had nursing schools. It was a source of employment later on, obviously. And uh, so I was a diploma nurse. I was the last of a three-year course in uh, Providence. After that, they went to a two-year program, and then most of the schools started affiliating with the colleges, mm-hmm. okay, because they felt nursing, like other professions, should have a degree, what have you. So a lot of the hospitals closed their schools. Um, I believe uh, Henry Ford was the oldest one that started, Henry Ford Community College in this area under a grant that was uh started way back post-war. So all the community colleges, community colleges, so those nurses are associate degree nurses with an AD degree. Then there's the baccalaureate nurses, which are up in the universities. So sometimes there's confusion with people about what is a nurse? What kind of nurse are you? You know, we're all real nurses. We're all registered nurses. We Mm -hmm. all take the same exam, but there's different levels. And uh, many of the organization, the professional organization, wants eventually have everybody on the BSN road because uh, that's the minimum requirement for most professions. So that's a little history about uh, nursing education. I got involved with nursing education. My first job was at Hutzel Hospital, uh, where I was born. <laughs> and uh, But they were one of the few hospitals that did employ me when I was a student nurse. And uh, some of my counterparts, I have to tell you, I was only black the whole three years I was there in school. It was not a problem, but I was the only black nursing student there at Providence. And... Um, At that time in the 60s and prior to that, unfortunately, schools had quotas. Mm -hmm. They only let so many black students in. And prior to that, some of our older members, as you know, I remember Mrs. Suggs and some of them, they all went to school elsewhere. You couldn't go to school here in uh, Michigan. Really? So, no. Mm-hmm. So this is in the 60s? Well, pr- a little bit past the 60s. A little okay. bit past the 60s. In the 70s. In the yeah. 50s is when uh, 50s. Dr. Okay. Wright and uh, there was another doctor, I can't think of his name right now, who was really proactive in getting some of the hospitals to admit uh, black nursing students. Mm-hmm. So that's our history, it's, uh, unfortunately, but it's a true history. And uh, uh, things have... Uh, significantly improved to some extent, and there's some other areas where we still have some issues in today's world of nursing. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, <laughs> I, I hear of so many young women wanting to go into the nursing profession, mm-hmm. and with the with the community colleges having their 2 plus 2 programs, mm-hmm. it really helps, mm-hmm. oh, yes. you know, financially. Yes, definitely as well. financially. Yeah, it it's helps cheaper. financially mm-hmm. because, college. yeah, because you get to go to the community college mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and, you know, get your core classes yes. in mm-hmm. and leave with an LPN so you could actually have a job. Okay, that's another area. So, oh, okay. So in addition to those three RN levels, there mm-hmm. is the licensed practical nurse. In some states, it's called a licensed vocational nurse. Those are all one-year programs. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So some of those programs, um, 
in the city. I don't even live in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Abcock's a new one. Institute oh, that's and, where I was today. Yeah, Detroit and, uh, Business Institute. Well, I just Institute. seen on Wayne County is about to start one. They already have at the yeah, at Wayne the County Hegarty Community. campus, the Belleville campus. They have an LPN program. So um, now, what's the program in Henry Ford Community? That's a two year. RN program. That's a two-year RN. Mm-hmm. OCC, Oakland Community College, is also a two-year. Schoolcraft is also a two-year. Wayne County Community. And when, has those a are the year. four, mm-hmm. pretty much ones in this metro area. Okay, so everyone out there, I'm learning here too <laughs> because this is good. Because a lot of our young youth, you know, those of you who are love logical families, mm-hmm. you know, if you're of love logical children who are interested in going into the nursing profession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is actually a good education for the parents. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize that there's a two-year RN program. Yes. It's just, and then then there's a four-year RN mm-hmm. program. Yes, those are okay. universities. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Mercy, so they, Madonna, Wayne State, Eastern, Oakland. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Concordia, there's some private ones too, Davenport. Yeah, okay. online too. There's 21 programs. Online. Yeah, there's some online programs too. There's 21 programs in this area. And why I know that stat so well, because we give scholarships out to our students. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we recently gave six scholarships. So my committee had to contact the various schools. So mm-hmm. I kept a spreadsheet of all the schools that are here. So there's about 22 in the metro area, 22 uh, as that, uh, this is RN programs. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. 22. Okay. So the LPN program is a one year program. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And then there's a two year RN, mm-hmm. there's a four year RN. Mm-hmm. And what if someone, is there the master's of RN? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a master's. I have my master's in 1973 from Wayne State. So the master's program has changed uh, quite a bit since I got mine. It is primarily a nurse practitioner program. Okay. okay. And so, uh, the nurse practitioner is also a doctorate in nursing too, as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So advanced degrees. Okay, so I did. I re- I knew that the nurse practitioner was like a doctorate because a nurse practitioner can actually do everything that a doctor can do. Not quite, is but it? almost. They can prescribe and they prescribe can do medication. The, yeah, but they're not okay. doctors because there is right. a doctorate in nursing as well. Okay. So it's a different level. It's a nurse practitioner, then it's also yeah, nurse doctors. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. uh-huh. That's very interesting. A lot of things have happened with the medical field. Even uh, physical therapy now is a doctoral program, and yes. so is pharmacy, a doctoral program. So what the professions have done is uh, increase some of the requirements and the you know some of the professional aspects of that uh, profession, the degree. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here looking at Miss um, Olivia uh-huh. here. And thinking that she's been in nursing since for 52 years. And I'm looking at her and I said, okay, she must have been 10 when she started. In the program, she's one of those. She truly is one of the. You know, the we don't crack because she looks good. Thank you again. Thank you again. I accept. Yeah, you look good for your age. I'm. I'm, I'm, And then just listening to the things that you have accomplished. You know, getting your master's and everything in '72. Those are things that were not common. Within within our community, as most people think. Yes, that's true. It wasn't that common. No, it wasn't. I no. was working on my doctorate. I just didn't finish it. I was at U of M. Mm-hmm. I should have finished my doctorate, but I had teenage kids at the time. It was just a struggle. Um, going to Ann Arbor, I did finish all my coursework. I just did not do my dissertation in a defense of, the, uh, of my thesis. Okay. So some people call me doctor. So when <laughs> are you going to finish it? I don't know. I'm getting... <laughs> I think traveling now. No, I stopped the traveling. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. I used to be an independent consultant traveling uh-huh. around the country doing reviews for a, a company and uh, teaching here and there. So I'm, I'm kind of slowing down a little bit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that dissertation is coming at some point. In time. Oh, no, know about that. I'm not going to promise you that, Michelle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to promise that. Yeah. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you were teaching today, too. Yes, I'm a, I did some work for Detroit Business Institute today, Downriver, uh, with their LPNs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you have to use your skills, your gifts, share them with others. And uh, I also have a, a do tutoring uh, for people, too, as well, help them pass their uh, board exams. Because licensed practical nurses have to take a licensing exam, and mm-hmm. so do the RNs. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's to protect the public and th- their license. And so that says they meet the minimum requirements uh, and standards of nursing. 
What's the normal? Um, is there like a percentage score that they? What's the What's the minimum? Well, they don't score it anymore. They you, it's a pass. Or it's a pass fail. or fail. Mm-hmm. Okay. So LPNs uh, have like about anywhere from eighty five to two hundred five questions they may have to 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 do to pass the test, and RNs have anywhere from seventy five to two hundred sixty five questions, and everything's computer based. So when the computer calculates that you are competent, it will come off. <laughs> That's a large span. Yeah, yeah, stop on you. That's yeah. a large span. Yeah. But so, so based the, upon how many questions you're getting correct. That's correct. The more questions you get correct, the less questions you exactly. have. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That makes exactly. sense. Exactly. That makes sense. Exactly. So ladies, Ayana's I, I, trying to hide her, her notebook under, <laughs> under the table, y'all. Like you can't see her online. I know you can see her. Wave, Ayana. <laughs> you don't have to hide your notebook. It's got information. Tell us a little bit about Mary Mahoney. Um, when I went on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. I was very surprised to see that she was the very first mm-hmm. African-American nurse. Right. So tell us a little bit about Mary, Mary Mahoney. Well, Mary Mahoney, um, she uh, went to New England School of Nursing, mm-hmm. and she graduated in 18... Right here. You need to come up here. I'm sorry. Um... She graduated in 1879 from the New England Hospital um, for Women and Children in Training School. When you say New England? Boston. Boston, Boston. Boston Massachusetts. Okay. All right. Yes. And she was um, one of three mm-hmm. um, to make it through. Okay. Yeah. Out of 35. Out of 35. Only three graduated, and she was one of them. One of three. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the only... African-American. She was the only African American. I think well. they took one Jewish student, one black student, and the rest were, I guess, you know, American students. But though she was just one of the three that graduated. Okay, so when you say Jewish, black, and American, you speak in Jewish, black, and white. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who the other people, the other one that graduated. So yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's cool. That's high attrition, but that's <laughs> she didn't make it, and she was older student too. Yes, she yes. wasn't the typical eighteen-year-old. No. She had worked as a washerwoman and things like that in the hospital before she went into nursing school. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and we didn't, I didn't, I, I guess I went to LPN school and RN school. Mm-hmm. And first I've heard of Mary Mahoney was through Mr. Susan. Yeah. It was always Florence Nightingale mm-hmm. you know, with the lamp, Florence Nightingale. Yeah. And still to this day, I run into nurses, mm-hmm. um, African-American nurses, nurses of color, just nurses in general. They don't know who Mary Mahoney was. And Mary yeah. Mahoney, is it, it to be a part of the association? Mm-hmm. Do you have to be African American? We have or had. Can we have you? had. We have had uh, a white uh, candidates members. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're not probably fussy about loans. Our mission is to promote nursing, to uh, engage in the scholarships that we have, and. Uh, no, I only think up our scholarship says you have to be African American because mm-hmm. we're really targeting. That's been the history of the organization to help the students because they did so often need help in the earlier, and we just continue that tradition with the students. Even mm-hmm. now, a lot of the students oh, yes. need help yes. because there's a lot of African American families mm-hmm. that can't afford to right. send their kids to school. Right. And it's very difficult now to get the loans. FAFSA doesn't pay what it used to. Mm -mm. And a lot of parents can't qualify to sign for those loans. Mm -hmm. So So from what I'm understanding and not to take anything off of um, of Mary Mahoney is the Mary Mahoney professional nurses um, Detroit. You're about to give out a bunch of scholarships next week. In two weeks. In two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, the 20th. So, yeah. yeah. April 20th. We are so pleased. This is the first time, and I've been a member since 91, mm-hmm. and uh, six scholarships, six $1,500 scholarships. That's 10, good. $10,000, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, that's, that's awesome. And they come from all schools. Uh, I believe we have one from Davenport, Eastern, uh, Henry two from, Ford. And two from, um, two from Henry Ford. Two from Henry Ford, mm-hmm. yes. A young man is in there, too. Mm-hmm. Got the scholarship. Mm -hmm. All right. Excited. Makes you proud, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes, it does. Yes. Six $1,500 scholarships. Mm -hmm. That's that's really good Mm -hmm. to give away, Mm -hmm. you know, and the fact that you found students Mm -hmm. to be accepting of the scholarships because there's a lot of scholarships out here that our kids don't even know about. Yes. And that money just (laughs) sits and sits and sits. 
So the committee, uh, I have them to call the schools, let's uh-huh. find out who the contact person is, and then we send that information to them. So it, I believe it gets posted, and they also get the information. So we've had a wide representation this year um, from the schools. And That's their response. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, awesome. I know the time we had to really search. Oh, yes. <laughs> like search, like, okay, we got these scholarships, oh. you know, and people wasn't applying. They weren't responding. They weren't responding. So. I don't understand that I at all. I think we were sending someone through the financial aid department, which was not the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gets mixed in with all the other scholarships or whatever. So we found that we had to target the actual nursing The nursing department. program itself. And then they, yes. they would let okay. the students know their information. That's been more successful with that approach. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Everyone, mm-hmm. you hear that. So when your your logical children want to go um, into nursing, check with the nursing departments to see what scholarships are mm-hmm. available. Mm-hmm. And also check with the financial aid mm-hmm. just in case mm-hmm. they're sitting there, mm-hmm. someone's desk. Mm-hmm. So there is money out there to yes, help there pay for mm-hmm. pay for school. Yes, there is. How many applicants did you get this year? That you end up selecting six. Well, this year we got six. (laughs) (laughs) In the past, we used to only give one initially. Yeah. Then we finally got up to, what, two, I think. And then in the last couple years, I believe we gave away uh, three because we had Mm -hmm. Oakland University. We had a couple from Oakland University. I remember that. Yeah, three. So. This time we just committed the money and all our efforts in fundraising went to scholarships. So that's what we do. So mm-hmm. everyone who applied got the scholarship. Got this, the scholarship. Mm-hmm. Yes, See, that's something you don't hear often. No, that's awesome. Yes, that's true. Everyone who applied got it. Got it. So we had standards they had to meet too. Mm-hmm. They had to have a certain GPA. They had to write about Mary, they had to research Mary Mahoney. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had to have letters of recommendation from a personal and a professional reference as mm-hmm. well. And then that we had to meet them, and they came and met the organization and also spoke uh, about uh, Mary Mahoney and their interests and I get, and gratefulness in getting the scholarship. I um I joined the Mary Mahoney group to see the Black Panther last year. Oh, you were with us. So okay. yes, yeah, so and I have to admit, it, all everyone was so friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't get, you know, sometimes when you're out and about with groups mm-hmm. and you're by yourself and you really don't know people, mm-hmm. they're looking at you like, who are you? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. Didn't get that at all. Everyone right. was just laughing and happy and just having a good time. So I'm waiting for our fundraiser this year. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I was, like I'm part of the group, but well, I, I feel as if, you know, mm-hmm. love logically, mm-hmm. you know, I'm tethered to the group. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and as I, and I'm the chair of Ways and Means, so. Um, yes. I'm thinking of something, you know, something different. We usually have our plays at the Detroit Repertory, mm-hmm. um, the movie fundraisers. We've had a hustle fundraiser, mm-hmm. hustle night, um, a fashion show, fashion show, comedy club, comedy club. Um, so we've been doing a lot. Mm-hmm. We've been busy. You mm-hmm. have. Yeah, you really busy. have. And I'm so happy that we are um, able to um, give six fifteen hundred dollars scholarships. That's mm-hmm. Just it's just a blessing. Yes, and um, con- we're going to just con- continue getting our name out there, and you know, and also we've started a um, we were granted a um yes. grant mm-hmm. um from um, Sojourner Foundation. Foundation. Yes. Sojourner Truth. Sojourner, no, no, Sojourner, Sojourner, yes, Sojourner Foundation. Sojourner is who they're. Uh, uh, how can I say it? Sojourner Foundation is part of the Women's Network Foundation. Been mm-hmm. around for like thirty five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Davis is president emeritus. And they give out grants and scholarship to women and groups that um, fill out the application. So over they, you know, so we were one of the ones to get the grant this year. Okay. Uh, well, how much was it? It was twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. And um, we're go- we'll be starting a mentoring program with. Um, I just text one of my Mary Mahoney sisters to see what school it's through a charter school, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to start early mentoring um, students that want to go into nursing and helping them. Um, go, take the right certain classes. Yes. So, you know, certain classes they don't have to take in college; they can take in high school to mm-hmm. get them entered into the nursing program. So we're oh, wow. excited. So we'll be launching that um, after the, our ninety fifth. <laughs> we'll be busy launching our mentoring program. I know there used to be, um, you know, different schools that had, you know, what are they trying to think? Crockett Vocational oh, yes, School. Yes, Crockett all the time. Yeah. Recruit. I yes. And recruit. Yes. yes, Crockett was was around with nursing mm-hmm. when I was going to Cass Tech. Right, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so 
I was in Crockett's histology program. Oh, for yes. tissue. Yes. Does everybody know what histology is? <laughs> <laughs> Tissues. Yeah. Yes, okay. and she knew what it was. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, so I, I did that, and it ended up in business and fraud investigations and then eventually you. engineering. So oh, You're amazing, Michelle. Yes, um, you have I a story just, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. But um, <laughs> one day it'll be out there. Okay. No, but I'm truly, so, so Ms. Mahoney, when she graduated, Mm-hmm. Um, back in was it eighteen seventy two? Seventy nine. Eighteen seventy nine. Now think about that. I know what was going on because uh, Lewis Gates is doing a program right now. I don't know if it's on tonight or not mm-hmm. about the Reconstruction era. So even though we're in New in the New England states, what was going on in the South? Yeah. Uh, and again, suffragettes weren't till a little bit later. I think that was nineteen nineteen when that amendment was passed that women can vote. So it's an interesting time when she graduated. When I saw that today, it kind of threw me for a loop because mm-hmm. women weren't really respected exactly at right. that time, mm-hmm. whether black, white, whatever color you were. That's true. There wasn't a lot of respect for women. Right. Right. So for her to be able to attend school mm-hmm. at all, yes. excuse me, said a lot about her. Yes. Because she had to be very determined. Yes. And she had to have some sort of an aggressive personality. Mm-hmm. I would say assertive. Assertive, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Assertive, yes. I'll mm-hmm. take that assertive <laughs> personality to where she was open to not giving up. Yes. She didn't take no, no, you know, because if she did, she would not have been the yes. only African-American student, True. let alone to be able to graduate. Yes. And unfortunately, I think the history says that she did private duty. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she actually, I'm not sure if she did really did work in the hospitals afterwards. I think there was still a number of things going on uh, socially. So, and then later on, she started an orphanage. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. So really remarkable lady. She also helped uh, establish the National Association of Colored Graduate Nurses. There was a big convention in New York, and she was instrumental in starting that group, mm-hmm. which uh, later on uh, became defunct because the American Nurses Association uh, didn't want two organizations, a black one and a white one. So eventually they began to allow the black nurses to join the uh, American Nurses Association at the a little arbitration there, I guess we had to dissolve our own organization. So what, what happened is many of them did dissolve the colored graduate nurses, but many of them had Mary Mahoney nurses charters. Okay. So the two existing that we know right now are the ones in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So very active a group and then ours in Detroit, Michigan. Just two in the United States mm-hmm. that we know of. That we know of for sure. Really? And we're uh-huh. the oldest. The chapters with the, yeah. We're the oldest known. Mm-hmm. Um, 1924, Brewster mm-hmm. Center. And Hutchison mm-hmm. Brumbury started it all. It was the Brewster Projects, right? Uh, well, well, the Brewster Center, Center, which is right there in the right projects. Which is right the there in the projects, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When you say Brewster, every time mm-hmm. you hear Brewster in Detroit, you mm-hmm. think of the Brewster Projects. Yes, that's mm-hmm. Because the Brewster Projects used to have its own lifeline. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where a lot of our Motown people come that's from. That's exactly right. So with my age group, mm-hmm. that's the way we see the Brewster Projects. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't thought about it this way. Yes. And you also mentioned that Miss Mahoney um, started an orphanage. Yes. Where? In Boston area, as far as I know. Okay. She was from Roxbury. And Roxbury is like a black area in mm-hmm. Boston, suburb, what have you. So, um, and then she died in 1926 with breast cancer. So there's some gray areas there. However, there is some publications about her. Mm-hmm. I hold them up. Yes. Mm-hmm. This okay. one is... Um, Mary Eliza Mahoney, 1845-1926, American's Black Professional Nurse. This is a historical per- uh, perspective by Helen Miller. And then the other one is uh, The Path We Tread that does a chronological history of black nurses, what have you. So this is by uh, Dr. Carnegie mm-hmm. uh, that this one is. So there's been a lot of history and there's some local history our Seattle chapter also had a, has a book written, too, by the late, Bill bad with her name. I know it starts with an S. I can't think of it right now. I want to say Sprangle, uh, about their history, too. But they, uh, we have met that group. 
didn't yeah, go with us, did you? Go. Okay. We yeah. went to Seattle and met our sisters there who are doing quite well. They give scholarships away. As a matter of fact, I think theirs is coming up too in a couple of weeks, their mm-hmm. scholarship uh, luncheon that they have too. And they are funded kind of well. So they've got some nice foundation behind them as far as some of the monies that they have that they give. So Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. And Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. But none. No others are left because we heard there was one in Mississippi. We couldn't really uh, validate that, a, that one. Was that like a rest? Was that was a re- was that a restaurant though? Like is that what it was? I think it Somebody was. Somebody went there. We yeah, thought it was. Uh, yeah. We thought it was an organization. We thought we'd heard in Mississippi, but we're the two that we only know that are active chapters. Of Mary Mahoney. Now, let me clarify something else. Mm-hmm. There are sororities. There's a nursing sorority that's Kaida Phi. Uh, all of us give allegiance to Mary Mahoney because she is the first black American nurse. We're the oldest organization. I don't want to quote you when Kaida Phi, the sorority, came in, but we know that's a little bit after. It's probably in the 30s, what have you. Black nurses came in 1970s. Mm-hmm. And the latest one on is the Black Nurses Rock, wow. who started what about three years ago? Yeah, and they're yeah. all over. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah they are. So, yes. uh, they're, uh, so that that came around with the Black People Rock or Black Women Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think okay. so. Mm-hmm. Last, I think five years. They the last came. five, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so they took on that whole well uh, rock thing and started a, a new aso- new association. Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. They're they're well known in each uh, major city. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, they're doing yeah. a, they're doing a lot too in the community yes. too. That's yeah. awesome. So all of us are in that auspices of Mary Mahoney. So we're all committed to her goals and ideals. A little different way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, when you with Black Nurses Rock, do you know if they pay homage to Mary Mahoney on oh, a regular yes. basis? Oh, Don, that I don't know. I'm not a member. Okay. Uh, Bridget I'm, Leonard is uh, one of my. She's a former student, I think, of mine too. I've been around yeah. a while. She's. Uh, I don't think she's the current president. Oh, she's not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah not but, sure. Yeah. Can you be but, a member of both? Oh, I can member. Yes, all three or four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. So. With with having the chapter here in Detroit, how many members do you have? I think currently right now we have about 45 active members. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have fluctuated. Oh, to my first. So what happened, you know, with this, when I was teaching at schools, whatever I would taught at, I made sure during one of the cursed courses that I introduced Mary Mahoney. Because myself, I did not find about Mary Mahoney till I was at Wayne State. And these nurses had a T. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about Mary Mahoney. They were Mary Mahoney nurses. And I felt so embarrassed because I did not know who Mary Mahoney was. Okay? Because it not, was not taught in school. You always heard about, as you heard, about Crimean War and, um, and our illustrious nursing, nurse and also Clara Barton and some of the other ones for the Red Cross. But you didn't hear about the black nurses. You know, it's kind of reflective of what society's done mm-hmm. in terms of our history, in terms of what's in the books. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more open now and you're hearing more. But uh, like you said, you run into some people that did not know. Yeah, so recently wearing, wearing my shirt, and mm-hmm. they were like, well, who was that? Yeah. So it's Mary Mahoney. Do you know who she is? No. So, you know, did some education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know who she was. Like mm-hmm. I said. Oh, you didn't know who she I was? thought it was a school. I thought oh. well, I knew that it was a person, uh-huh. but I also thought that it was a nursing school oh, that see. was somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, And it's hard to believe that there's not a Mary Mahoney nursing school. Somewhere. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, we've been trying to get some publicity. Mm-hmm. And we just recently had a lovely article in the Essence magazine. That was this year? Mm-hmm. I think in, in February. Their, their, okay. Their, I have to look at that. Yes. Yeah. They did a whole thing on Mary Mahoney. Uh, not so much with us, but with Mary Mahoney mm-hmm. herself. So we did send them a letter of thank you. I've also, it's always been a, oh, a, a dear desire of mine to have a Mary Mahoney post-it stamp. Yes. So some time ago I tried, and so nothing, didn't hear anything. So recently, the last, I think this was two years ago, I have tried again to uh, get our U.S. postal system to, uh, during their, either their Black Heritage Series or whoever, to consider Mary Mahoney postage stamp. Mm-hmm. I think the one coming out now is uh, the fellow who, the tap dancer, I can't think of his name right now. Gregory Hines? I think Gregory Hines is on the new stamp that just came out last week for the Black Heritage. Um, so... Only thing about the postal, they won't tell you what's going on. So who's um, coming out? Yeah. So unless yeah. somebody goes to Washington and lobbies for lobbies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that would be oh, that would be lovely to have a postage stamp with Mary Mahoney. Mm-hmm. I think that our youth should learn about Mary Mahoney oh, yeah. because I mean we learn about you know you know 
first black you know man to with, with the heart surgery we oh, learn yes. about all these different mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. but we should be learning about her because there are so many of our young ladies mm-hmm. and men mm-hmm. who are nurses. Oh, yeah. My son's a nurse. Nursing is a huge <laughs> yes. profession. Yes, it is. And there's never there never seems to be enough. Yeah. There never seems to be enough nurses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're always hearing how hospitals are looking for registered nurses. Mm-hmm. You know, I know. Me personally, I I couldn't be a nurse. Okay, <laughs> but I always felt like I should have been in the medical profession. Mm-hmm. I should have been a doctor or a surgeon mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But my my true passion was to be a mortician. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that was my true passion. But life took me around curves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uphills, and you know, I down through the valley and <laughs> and everything else. But I love. I love science. Mm-hmm. I love the brain. Mm-hmm. I love the inner workings of the body. Mm-hmm. You know, those are things that I truly do not believe that we know mm-hmm. the full inner working of the body the way people think they do. No. The brain, they just know about that much. That much. And there's so much more. I have a friend that uh, did her whole PhD dissertation on one part of the brain. Mm-hmm. The hippocampus, what have you. But just amazing. And they're learning more every day. And that's one of the reasons why we're concerned about and really happy and eager about that mentoring program with the middle schools Mm -hmm. to make sure students take the science courses. So often in my years of teaching, you'll have people who have not had chemistry, have not had that. They kind of want maybe the easier, quote, easier road. And, uh, you know, then later on you have to have these courses. How are you going to understand the body if you don't have chemistry? Biology is definitely required, and so is the anatomy and physiology. Those are required courses. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to get a little hit start and have them be successful by taking these courses, not shunning the courses. Right, Mm -hmm. right. You know, science, I love science. I did too when I was in I've always loved science. I still have my first microscope that my parents bought for me when I was in elementary school. (laughs) Yes. And I used to love um putting bugs and I love dissecting. Yes, I dissected animals oh, and dear. everything else. Nothing huge, just mm-hmm. small stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even as a child, I dissected a worm at one point Did in you? time. Yes. The inquisitive you know, mind. I, I had an inquisitive <laughs> mind. My baby alive doll, I dissected her. Okay. I scalped her because I wanted to see the inner workings of the doll. So her okay. brain, you know, how that uh-huh. worked up uh-huh. there. And, you know, and the funny thing is everything I dissected, out of my my toys and things, they always still worked. So I did it right because I was able to watch how she ate, how she pooped. Dr. Bailey. Dr. Anderson. Dr. Michelle Surgeon. Yes, I used to love that. And I love watching surgeries and things Mm -hmm. now. Those programs, yeah. I do. I love those Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And so many of our children do too. Mm -hmm. But... Sometimes, and, and excuse me for saying this, get mad. Yes, I am, I'm at info at lovelogical.com. <laughs> so, <laughs> sometimes the way that things are taught to our children, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they don't have the interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, school children are being taught sometimes by computers, mm-hmm. by videos. Mm-hmm. There, there's not as much hands-on when it comes mm-hmm. to the sciences in schools like it was when we were coming up. And isn't there a shortage of those science teachers, too, I hear? Yes. Um, I believe so, but I can't Amen. call out any teachers. But I do know for, I know that someone very close to me had a science teacher who basically sat there in front of the classroom and they taught themselves, which takes away from the fun mm-hmm. of learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have chemistry and biology and you're sitting there reading a book no. or trying to figure out the experience, you know, the different experiments mm-hmm. on YouTube. No, I think right. the YouTube is being utilized in the wrong capacity because mm-hmm. YouTube is not to be taught inside the classroom to mm-hmm. me. Interesting. And so many mm-hmm. of our children are losing out mm-hmm. because you have teachers who don't want to teach. Yes. That is a sad problem. You have to be energetic. You have to love it, what you do. Have a and heart for it. Yeah, you got to have that that's heart. What, that's what heart conveys to the student. They see your, your interests, and that can be quite contagious if it's done right. Yeah. But we're also living in a society to where a teacher is underpaid, and we're mm-hmm. paying 
200 million, you know, however how much million to a sports athlete, you know, and our teachers aren't being paid to teach our children. And I truly feel as if, like I said, info at lovelogical.com. <laughs> I truly feel as if our children should be a priority over our entertainment. You know, and even our children themselves mm-hmm. don't realize that sometimes because they've grown up. They grow up trying to be famous. Mm-hmm. You know, they're growing social up trying to. Fame. Yeah. Yeah. They want that social media. <laughs> Instagram fame. fame. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> laying there bleeding and they're, they're going to sit there and record it as opposed oh, to yeah. try to help, help the person. Yes. You know, but you know that one love logical heart. Mm-hmm. That's going to stop what they're doing and try to help. Mm-hmm. And we do have a lot of those hearts still out here. Thank you. And it's a matter of teaching them. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of teaching them. Mm-hmm. You know, I put I put something out there the other day on my Facebook page. There was a young man, 11 years old, who decided to fill potholes on his own yeah, street with dirt that. from oh, a yard. Because his he was tired of his mother and his grandmother's. Um, cars mm-hmm. getting damaged from the potholes. Mm-hmm. We still have some miraculous, miraculous children out mm-hmm. here, yes. but we need the teachers to teach them mm-hmm. so they can really go into the areas that they want to. We have a lot of STEM programs out mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my cousin has her STEM program. Her organization is Smart Girl Power. Okay. And it's for, it's for women who have, you know, reached all types of obstacles, but yet they're still you know, it's it's to help those young girls and give them someone to look up to sure. who's within that STEM. Yes. You know, that's mm-hmm. science, technology, engineering, and mm-hmm. math. And when you think about it, that's almost every profession because you're going to use one or the other. Mm-hmm. That's so true. That's true. You're going to use one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I really wish that we could pay our teachers better. That may be something for a future podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing for their point of view and what the issues are. I can't really speak to theirs because I've always been post-secondary. I've always been in colleges mm-hmm. or universities where I've taught. But and um, I went to private schools growing up. So um, Here um, in Detroit? Mm-hmm. Which school did you go to? I Which went ones? To, I lived on the north end of okay. town, mm-hmm. which is Kniff. Cardone is where I grew up at. Mm-hmm. And so I went to Santa Maria grade school and I went to Girls Catholic Central High School downtown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'd never heard of either one of those. <laughs> wow. They're both that's defunct awesome. now. They're both closed. Uh, okay. But where the, uh, used to be Paradise Theater, Parsons Street, right around the corner. Yeah, I'm familiar it's with still, Paradise uh, Theater, where okay, that was. Right around the corner, which is now the, the, uh, I started to say Detroit Symphony. Well, it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right around the corner is Parsons. And there's still the church there and the school is there. And the League of Catholic, the League of Women used to be down the street. So the building is still there. I believe, um, it's a senior citizen, senior citizen center right now, St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Senior Citizens. They also uh, feed the community, do different things for the community in that, in that setting. So we had the occasion when we had our 50th anniversary to go by the school. And, mm-hmm. you know, you go in and say, the school looks so small now. It looks so giant when we mm-hmm. were there. Mm-hmm. So it looks so, uh, it's interesting to go back and see that it's still being used for community, for the community. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ayana, my question to you is, when did, what made you decide that you wanted to be a nurse? You say you've been in the profession 13 years. Yeah, RN. Well, longer because I started mm-hmm. out as LPN. LPN. Mm-hmm. So what made you decide that you to wanted to go into, into nursing? Um, medicine when I was 10 years old. My grandmother died of um, leukemia. And um, I remember saying, I want to cure. I want to mm-hmm. cure cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just so heartbroken and from there, you know, I had always an interest in nursing. Even in my yearbook, someone wrote, um, you know, and I still got my yearbook. They, you know, they wrote, um, good luck in your nursing career. And Look so mm-hmm. I was able to go into what, you know, what my, my heart was into nursing. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Olivia, Miss Olivia, what made you decide now that you wanted to be a nurse? I, when I was in high school, they had future nurses, future teachers. I was not a member of the future nurses. Cause I, I said to myself, how do, how do you know what you want to be the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not have that. Uh, so I was kind of wasn't sure what I wanted to be. I think I'd gotten an A in chemistry, 
And then at that time, you know, used to write around, what could you do with chemistry? And so I saw like a pharmacist and different things like that. So I thought, well, maybe I could be a pharmacist. But unfortunately, when I was in high school, I didn't take Algebra 2 because everybody else was failing Algebra 2. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to take it. Everybody else is not Algebra <laughs> 2. So when I applied to Wayne State for, their, for the program, they said, you need another unit of Algebra 2, <laughs> a half unit, which is the, the course I did not take. Mm-hmm. Go to a community college. I'm like, oh. So at that time, Highland Park Community College, people don't realize Highland Park Community College was like the community college. People have no idea that was, I had Oxford scholars teaching English there. In Highland Park? Highland Park Community. Wow. Highland Park is a, oh, that whole history of that. When Ford's pulled out, that's when a lot of the, the money base and the economic base moved out. But I can remember living on the North End, going down Highland Park, just wishing we lived in some of those houses, beautiful houses that had made servants' quarters, um, all this beautiful um, mahogany in them. People don't realize what Highland Park was back in the, I guess, 50s and 60s. I used to go down Oakland Street just wishing we lived in some of those houses. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. houses. I was thinking Oakland, and then um, mm-hmm. I was surprised at some of the houses that's across from the park. Oh, yes. Over there off mm-hmm. of Woodward. Mm-hmm. I went in that neighborhood for the first time two years ago. Palmer Park? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Now, I'm talking yeah. about on the on the east side of Woodward. Oh. There's some beautiful houses over there. And that's an area that I had all the years of being in Detroit, growing up here, I had never been on the east side of Woodward across from Palmer Park. Okay. And there's some beautiful homes Where over is there. Sherwood Forest, that is that? That's on the west side. That's on the west side, Yes, too. it's on the okay. west side. Okay. Yes, the history of Detroit is truly amazing. Um, that's that's another podcast. It is. Yeah. It oh. is. Oh, that means. you brought up Palmer Park. We did a um, health fair. We did yeah. last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, we. Look, we. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, did. you was there. <laughs> We um, teamed up with the Corvette Club, and we got a lot of um, okay. mm-hmm. uh, people to come and get screens. Mm-hmm. We did um, blood pressure, cholesterol, mm-hmm. glucose, mm-hmm. and HIV um, mm-hmm. testing. I was out yeah. there. I brought my crew. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My son had just moved back here from Colorado. Mm-hmm. And, yes, yeah, so we came out there. I try to support, definitely, we because I that. see a lot of positive, mm-hmm. positive women. Mm-hmm. And then plus with you all being on Wake Up, you know, the Wake mm-hmm. Up board mm-hmm. and everything. And you created Wake Up based mm-hmm. on some of what mm-hmm. your Mary Mahoney side exactly. helped yeah. create Wake yeah. Up. Yeah. You know, and before we go, I would like to say thank you because you both have that love logical heart and you are a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Love Logical is about. Mary Mahoney Professional Nurses Association, from what I've been able to see, there's a sisterhood there and there's a level of respect. And so you are an extended family, which makes you Love Logical with the DNA not required. You know, I would love for us to come together to be able to do something because hearing today that, that Mrs. Mahoney had an orphanage, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love I love doing things with the children within mm-hmm. our fostering community. Mm-hmm. Just a few weeks ago, we did an event called Hereford Ends Barbershop Talks, where I went into the Methodist Children's Home Society with barbers and different mentoring organizations. And we cut all 50 boys here that's in oh. residence there. And we also um, talked to them and gave them some good mentoring advice. Beautiful. You know, and it was a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, the Children's Home Society would have been considered as an orphanage, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. you know, yes. mm-hmm. and it's it's sad. But we do have a lot of children yes. um, that are living within these group homes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and to know that that was something that was a passion to her. Mm-hmm. I, it, it would be interesting to know mm-hmm. if there's still some group home out there. That has her name attached to oh, it. Oh, in Boston. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We can research that. <laughs> that would be very interesting yeah. to know. Do some research on that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, ladies, I appreciate you coming out mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, please share how um, our students who are interested in future scholarships can get a hold of you, as well as students who are interested in being a part of the Mary Mahoney um, Professional Nurses Association? And do you have, when you start your mentoring program at the school, will there be anything like an explorers group or something like that that you may have for high school students that's interested in becoming nurses or something? 
I'm just throwing ideas out of my head. It was pop. It's I think right now we're starting with the middle school. So there will be something. Up to the high yeah. school. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, for myself, I've been involved with some other things. Pal used to be around a long time ago that mm-hmm. also we would have different groups of professionals going to the school some time ago. And, uh, you know, it kind of it goes in and out. But I think that's going to resurface in terms of getting our youth Interested in professions, all professions, yes. the trades as well as the yeah, uh, trade, the, yeah. the science professions too, as well. Because mm-hmm. there's so much out here. Yes, there there's is. so much out here. Yes, so how do how do people get a hold of the Mary Mahoney Professional Nurses Detroit Chapter? Well, as you know, I'm always on social media. Mary mm-hmm. Mahoney is on social media. We have a um, page, mm-hmm. and we also have a um, website, um, mmpndetroit.org. Mm-hmm. And um, interested nurses, um, if you want to become a member, our um, application is um, online on, on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's you know, a way to get in contact with us. So we you can. said mmpn Detroit. Detroit, spelled out. Mm-hmm. Dot org. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mmpndetroit.org is how you would find out yes. about the organization where you would find the application. And as well as if you have, you know, need any other information, then it's out there for you. Just think of Mary Mahoney Professional Nurses. That's where you get your mmpn Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure you put Detroit because yes. um, Seattle has a website too. And also, uh, we have a few um, tickets left. Um, for our 95th, you can purchase them via Eventbrite. Um, just search Mary Mahoney 95th, uh, Mary Mahoney Detroit 95th. Mm-hmm. And um, the tickets are $100, and you can purchase them um, via um, Eventbrite. So okay. We've got about 30 left, so we, w- we want it sold out. Yeah. We want, we're at the rooster tail, so we want it sold out. April 20th at <laughs> 6 o'clock? Yes. Okay. And then is that a Friday or a Saturday? That's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, that's a Saturday before Easter. Yes, so. it is. So Saturday, yeah. April 20th mm-hmm. at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Tickets are $100. Mm-hmm. And yes. that, that $100, is, are the tickets going towards scholarships? Or? A portion of it, about a third of it is scholarship. About a, a third of it is scholarship. scholarship. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we are a 501c3, so yes, you we also can claim that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Claim that ticket. All and right. So we're giving out six $1,500 scholarships. Yes. So I'm yes. Just, <laughs> So excited and happy for that, and we want to continue. We want to just grow, and maybe you know our hundred because we every do we do our big anniversaries every five years. So our mm-hmm. next one will be our hundred. Mm-hmm. So go twenty, maybe, yes, maybe twenty or ten. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. You That's know, you all never right. Know. You got to put it out there in the universe. It out there. So, so yeah. guys, um, there's thirty tickets left at the Rooster Tail for April twentieth. Come on out and support. Those of you who are nurses who have never heard of the Mary Mahoney Professional Nurses, um, Detroit, look them up, contact them, and spread the word. Thank you for being with us today, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required, love logical, DNA, DNA not required podcast out. Thank you. Thank you.